The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king God made me punch in accurate numbers My castle won't crumble What I tackle will fumble I've been a leader when they ain't see it But now my feet is up According to me royalty didn't end with King Tut Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs Big says sky is the limit I look down on the ledge I push the bar like I'm opening the cell Hands in my cookie jar You won't come out with a single nail I need all of mine The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my steps. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest things to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast I am your host Jay Spence the King And yo, I would be lying if I said I didn't miss doing this I miss y'all, I miss doing the show I miss all of the interaction with my peeps I hope everybody gets a chance to jump in I know it's been a while so it might take a while for everybody to get back on with it But it's your boy Jay Spencer King And we are back, the season is back Well we're still off season But for me, the, the new season of the Code of Conduct is back We're going to have to, you know, we got some good stuff coming up this year I uh, got some big interviews coming up Starting with tonight Starting with tonight, I'm very, very excited about uh, my special guest. But before I talk about her and before I bring her in, just wanted to talk a little bit, tell y'all what I've been up to, uh, what I got planned and and what's going on. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Buffalo. There's a lot going on in Buffalo. We got our we uh, we got our stadium. We got our stadium. We got some good and some bad feelings about that on both sides. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But I want to come out the gate swinging. I want to talk about Stefan Diggs. it's it's a little frustrating that it seems like the way people are talking about Stefan Diggs now in Buffalo, and it's not everybody. Let me let me be clear. There's a lot of people who are on the side of Stefan Diggs, who love Stefan Diggs as a person, as a player. Everything about him is amazing. And and I feel like that's the way that um the bulk of the fan base is. 
But then you got a portion of the fan base and you got a portion of like the content creation world who want to um, read into like his cryptic tweets and they want to overreact about things and they want to make it seem like the Buffalo Bills are in great danger. They want to scare the rest of the fan base because we're in great danger of losing Stefan Diggs and the connection that he has to Josh Allen and we're going to lose our biggest weapon. Look, Stefan Diggs is not a diva. Stefan Diggs is not a disruptor. Should Stefan Diggs be paid like a top five receiver in the league? Yes. It does not mean that he's going to leave. It does not mean that the team doesn't want to pay him. And it does not mean that he does not want to be here. There were a couple uh, rumors that were out there. The first one that I saw was that um, it was like the, Cal- the, the Carolina Panthers were going to trade for him and, and blah, 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 right? No. I need everybody to understand that the part of the, like this, the window that we're at or the window that we're in right now. So, so this whole thing about windows and we talk about Josh Allen being good and we have the team to do it. And we got Von Miller, all the moves that Brandon Bean, Brandon Bean has made as far as the defensive line, bringing in Von Miller, um, strengthening the offensive line. I'm going to just tell you, and we're going to get on the offensive line too. Maybe not tonight because uh, I didn't have that schedule like, plant with the questions that I have for Gab. But listen, the offensive line is is different. And I know it's only one piece technically that you're looking at that's different, but that one piece makes a, a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. So you don't do all of this if you're Brandon Bean. If you're only going to trade away your second most valuable offensive resource. And by second, I'm, I'm placing Stephon Diggs only behind Josh Allen and his Buffalo Bills offense. You're not going to do that. It's counterproductive to, to do everything that we did. Let, we let Cole go. We let him leave. We didn't bring him back. We're, we're banking on Gabe taking a step for, another step forward and being like that wide receiver two, that fringe wide receiver one. We're, we're taking... Um, you know, Jamison Crowder, is he the guy that is he going to just replace Cole Beasley? <laughs> you know, he's good. He's, they're gambling on the fact that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs will continue to be who they were. And a couple guys will take step forwards and we'll get things from other players. And then the defense will take another step forward with Von Miller. You don't trade away Stefan Diggs. You don't trade away Stefan Diggs right now. Now, if we don't win this year and and now, you know, you're looking at all these contracts that's about to be all over the place and we've been moving money around and we can't re-sign Tremaine Edmonds and we can't do that. Okay, then that's a different discussion next year. This year, look, I haven't spoken with anybody on the team, but what I'm going to tell you is I promise you Stefan Diggs will be in a Buffalo Bills uniform this season coming up. So like this whole talk about us, you know, about us losing the guy, Stop reading into his tweets. Can we stop reading into his tweets? Because all he's doing is having fun. He's using Twitter the way I feel like he's using Twitter the way you're supposed to use Twitter. <laughs> and, and myself included, and a lot of us, we have Twitter messed up. <laughs> we use Twitter like a like a diary of sorts. And, you know, a lot of people go in there to vent. A lot of people go in there to argue and debate. A lot of people go in there for a lot of things. Steph goes on there to literally just drop random questions. <laughs> He goes on there to tell a joke here and there. You can't take everything that these players say on social media seriously. And you don't think that Stefan Diggs and uh, Josh, any of these players, you don't think that they know what they're doing 
you don't think that they know like oh it's free agency time let's get some and get let's get let's get some people nervous Steph knows what he's doing Stefan Diggs is very happy here in Buffalo he's very happy he has the quarter and look just take a step back outside of what I'm saying here when you when you look back in history and you look at the great wide receivers in the NFL nine times out of ten when you're looking at these Hall of Fame wide receivers, there was a Hall of Fame quarterback attached to that wide receiver. I know it's not all about stats. It's not all about the Hall of Fame. I get it. But I'm going to tell you what. Those who are great want to be spoken about in the company of great people. Stefan Diggs is great, and he wants to be talked about like he's great. When he retires, he's not going to want to go and play for, you know, like he's not going to retire after playing with somebody in Carolina, who they don't even know who if they have a quarterback. There's a reason why he left Minnesota. Because the offense wasn't as explosive. He knew he wasn't going to get the same type of targets, the same type of numbers. I just need y'all to relax. Need y'all to relax. Another thing I want to talk about, because Gab is going to be here real quick. So another thing I want to talk about real quick. Actually, you know what? I do want to make a couple announcements. So like, like, you know, we know tonight Gab is going to be here. Gab is coming. She'll be in in a couple of seconds. I have the pleasure of introducing to some people my friend, Mr. Rob Crippen. He has his own podcast as well. He hasn't been as active or he's not really active on social media. But my man, Rob, is a very, very good guy. He uh, His podcast is very good. He hosts the Nickel City Crew podcast. I would like to introduce him to everybody next week. He'll be on here. It's going to be a new time as well. 8 p.m. going forward, Eastern time, instead of 9 p.m. Tonight is the last time you're going to have Code of Conduct at 9 p.m. Only doing it because I didn't want to throw everybody off with the time the first time back. So now that you can hear me say next week going forward, it's going to be 8 p.m. We got it. But got my man Rob Crippen coming on. Got a couple things in the meantime after Rob. But next month, I do want to make the announcement about Mr. Zach Moss. I have Buffalo Bills running back Zach Moss joining me on the Code of Conduct May 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're going to be talking about a lot of things that, um, you know, a lot of the questions as to why he wasn't as, you know, he, he didn't seem to be the guy last year. Now, was it was it the, the foot injury that slowed him down? Was it the game plan? What was it? We're going to talk to Zach. We're going to talk about it. And like I said, I just want you to remember, it's a new time. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. So back to it. I, I want to um, also just send a shout out to all my boys over there at Griselda Records. Well, I know now everybody, you know, Benny's not on Griselda no more and Conway's not on Griselda no more. So I know the record label is kind of breaking up in that regard. But I want to send a shout out to, to Benny. Um, he was out here in Phoenix not too long ago and kind of his concert was amazing. He he. I'm going to just tell y'all, he's one of the greatest men. He's one of the realest men. And what he says he, he's going to do and how he does things, he's legit. And I just want to appreciate him publicly. I'm not going to go into anything, but I want to appreciate Benny and Conway and all those boys over there with Griselda. And, and hey, so, like I said, uh, I actually timed that pretty perfectly because now my, uh, my, my guest is here. So I'm going to bring her in. Y'all know her. She's the co-host of the Unsportsmanlike Conduct Pod, brought to you by FanDuel. We have Miss Gab Gowdy. How's it going? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? 
you know, I'm just chilling, watching my Cavs not win a basketball game when they need to for the playoffs, but it's a great day. <laughs> so they're in like the playoff or like the, the play in picture, right? Yes. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like where my Lakers are, but my Lakers, I, they're, they're, <laughs> don't get me started. That's a whole, that's a whole mess right now. Yeah. So what, what's the Cavs looking like right now? Uh, right as I'm watching or like right now as in like as you're watching what's this what were we looking uh, at with the score 115 115 112 we're losing to the magic with 53 seconds we have a three we missed of course it is anyways it doesn't matter <laughs> it's just another day <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen welcome miss gab to the show I am excited to talk to you I've been waiting to get you on and to, and to speak a little bit about um first year well we won't go in order in that regard, but I wanted to talk to you about your experience with Bill's Mafia. I wanted to talk to you about, um, you know, just your, your, uh, I guess the path that you've taken to get to where you are and what you're doing. And, yeah. and just to get to know a little bit about you and introduce you to the fan base in a little different way. So, uh, let's get started. Let's, let's talk about this off season. It's been a, a nuts, crazy, oh, yeah, ridiculous off season. Crazy. So, um, what move if you're gonna like so just looking at everything because we got matt ryan going to the colts mm -hmm. now we got deshaun watson we got uh russell yeah. wilson we got a bunch of moving parts what would you say in the nfl this offseason so far has been like the move that that either affects all the other moves or the move that you know you feel like okay everybody needs to be put on notice from this um to be honest probably my own team okay because uh, Giving someone $230 million guaranteed. Guaranteed. Changes the quarterback market for a very long time. I mean, Russell Wilson is, a, that's a big deal. That one's a big deal. Cause that, why do we want him? We don't want him in the AFC. We don't want to play against him in the AFC, but I would, I would probably say Deshaun Watson is probably the biggest deal because that affects not only just the playing ability, but like future teams decisions. Moving on, and the NFL in total, to be honest, because I don't know what the heck goes through their minds when they make choices. Now, the way that whole thing went down, um, it, it was kind of odd because it's like you know, it was like everybody. It reminded yeah. me, you know, what it reminded me of. It, it not as big. It wasn't as big, but it reminded me of like Kawhi Watch, where like I don't know if you remember oh, a couple right. years ago, where it was like everybody oh, was like following the plane and all types of craziness, mm -hmm. but everybody was like really interested to see. Okay, is he going to Atlanta? Is he going to Carolina? Like, where is this guy going? And then mm -hmm. he he says, you know what? I'm not going to Cleveland. Cleveland's out of it. Right. And then the next day he signed it with Cleveland. So so just, let's go through like a your emotions with the whole thing. Let's just walk through it. What? How do you feel about Deshaun Watson joining the Cleveland Browns? Um, I think for female, not it's not just this is not a female thing, but for female fans, I think the NFL is always uncomfortable for us, not just for that situation, but for like many others because. You've we've always seen what's always happened. Um, it was a shocking, mm -hmm. and it it sucks because I used to be a big Deshaun Watson fan. Obviously, pre everything right. that went on, like I would tweet, I would tweet at the Browns in 2020 trade for Deshaun Watson. I saw, I saw. Yeah, you you've been a fan right. for like you've been a supporter of his prior right. to everything, and then that that sucks. So then I'm like, oh man, he's he's a bad guy. He's a really bad guy. That's not a good luck. Like we just, the Browns fans for years have said things about the Steelers for their quarterback. And now it just flips on us. And it's just, it's just continuous, you know, with the Browns is just something, something every single year. 
So I wouldn't say I'm surprised. Well, let me ask you, because because at least from my perspective, um, and, you know, kind of like we're not in the same space, but in the content right. creation world, we're kind of Cleveland Browns are an organization that prior to this were looked at as like forerunners as far as being like champions for women's rights and women's movements and just yeah. um, inclusion and everything. So how does this as a, as a, cl- a fan of Cleveland and also, um, you know, a content creator that's kind of more on the mainstream side of things, like how, how does it feel for you or what is it looked at now as far as the team? Um, you know, is there a disappointment there in that regard or is it like more of an understanding like, OK, well, we get his football too. Like, you know, so what, what are you how are you thinking? I mean, I'm very much disappointed. Yeah, because like it's obviously that sucks for everyone involved in the whole situation. But from the football aspect, I mean, yeah, that's a he's a great football player. He's really, really good. But at what cost, you know, at what Mm -hmm. cost does that mean? Another thing that like sucks, it sucks because I feel like female fans of the Browns can't like enjoy our team as much. And I feel like other fan bases are just using it as like some ammo to attack us and it kind of sucks you know because we have so many great guys on the team that i really like like to support and watch like nick chubb he wouldn't just a little sweet man it's not really little but yeah but you know what i mean it's just it's just a very like awkward state like they're probably they're gonna be good but it's just just it's weird well at look on paper so you know outside on paper they're very good yeah right you know like outside of all the the legal stuff and you look at it like you said on paper they're really 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 good you got deshaun watson you just traded for amari cooper as well so Mm -hmm. in my opinion you upgraded your wide receiver position um yeah 100 both positions are upgraded right absolutely so so when you look at that and you still you bring back um you know your tight end who i think david and joku's very i i I personally like i I really like david and joku I want them in Buffalo, but, uh, you know, how that goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so so you've upgraded completely. You still have a great running game. You still have a very good offensive line. So now when it comes to the division, football only, um, mm-hmm. once you kind of take the emotion out of it, how, how are you optimistic now about, about the division, at least? Because, you know, uh, Pittsburgh, they just signed Mitch, but I don't know if Mitch mm-hmm. is really the answer. And then, I like Mitch, but he's he, he's not like the other ones, you know? He's yeah. not like Joe Burrow. He's not like Lamar Jackson. He's not like Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Like, so, there's a big gap between them. It, well, so I, I, I still – I look at Pittsburgh as like they're going to be in games because they have a good defense. Yeah, and a good coach. and Great coach, but they're not – you know, it just wouldn't make me nervous. Yeah. I feel like now Cleveland is the, I feel like Cleveland now should be the team, depending on what suspensions come down. They should be the mm-hmm. team that everybody thought you were going to be with Baker, like coming out the draft. Yeah, I do. I do really think so. I do think that they're going to be very good. I, Their odds are favored to win the division. I don't like that because every time we are, we lose. But <laughs> that's just, <laughs> just how it is. Um, but outside of that, I think that they're going to be very good. I don't think the Bengals are going to do what they did last year. I've been on a Bengals hate train all week. They've been annoying me. I feel bad. I like Joe Burrow, but there's, there's talking too much. Well, I tell you what, I haven't been. So I've, my last show was actually prior to the Super Bowl. When the Bills lost, I kind of was like, okay, I'm chilling. I'm done with this. So, so I stopped, but one of the, and I haven't spoken publicly about this, but one of the takes that I have, and I, I feel strongly about this, I think they missed the playoffs next year. Oh, miss the playoffs. Woo! I think I think the Bengals and that's woo, not out woo, of hate. Woo. I, I no, feel like I, um, I like that. I just feel like this year they they kind of like 
a if you look at them for the season i don't think that they were as good as like obviously they, they made just, it to the super bowl yeah you know but they i feel like right they, they the got right hot time. at the exactly mm-hmm. and, and then even the way they were winning in the playoffs it's just not sustainable ways to win right it almost felt like they were supposed to win the Super Bowl. It was, you know, it's like, okay, uh-huh. too much good shit is happening. Yeah, it was like, just like just... destined to happen. I was like convincing myself it was going to happen. But I do like Joe Burrow. I think the Ravens will be better than last year. I mean, they were last in the division last year, but I mean, anybody could have been last because it was so close. And I well, think the and Ravens also, will be okay. If you look at the Ravens roster, you know, last year they had what half of them injured nine guys on IR before the season started mm-hmm. or something crazy like that. So I'm with you. I, I just um, yeah. and, and the AFC is stacked, too. So, you know, again, like, yeah, you might have a division that has two teams out of it, but it's stacked. And so, you know, with the AFC West doing what they're doing, I just find it really difficult to to imagine that we're going to have like I, I just can't see it because I do uh, right. depending on Deshaun Watson's suspension. Um, do you anticipate a suspension coming down for him? Okay, so Roger Goodell was like talking the other day, and he was saying he's that's not something he's considering or worried about at this moment, which again, not surprised. I don't even know if he's going to be suspended. That's like wild. this season. This season, I don't know. It could be like next season. I would say the most he would get suspended is maybe six games, maybe four. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be anything. From what everyone's been saying and what I've been seeing, I think it's like six to four if there is a suspension at all. I think it'll be six. That That's kind of um, what I've been hearing right. everywhere. The The thing that bothers me. So, again, let's rewind a second. We kind of talked about Deshaun Watson for a second there. This was the part that kind of made me sick to my stomach about the organization because I, I have had respect for the organization in the past. But so the assumption that he is going to be suspended for six games the structure mm-hmm. of the contract makes it so that way he really loses a minimal amount of money if he's suspended this year. I get that too. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, but if you look at everybody else on the Browns, their contracts are the same as that. Okay. So it's um, obviously they did it for that. But if you look at like Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, all of their contracts are so they have the bonus, like their minimum salary plus the bonus. Okay. It's all like the same as the one million, so it makes it a little less weird, but it's still really not ideal. It was just concerning me, and then and then like you you said, a fully guaranteed contract, and yeah, and now it, that part's so, that part's insane. And it, and it shakes up the it shakes up the rest of the NFL. I, I was reading earlier where an anonymous general manager said that you know even though it kind of reset the market, the hopes are that going forward teams can kind of ignore like. The president that was you can't like you just can't that contract is there just like I was before you jumped in I was talking about um, the Stefan Diggs rumors and it's the same thing like wide receivers now are getting paid 30 million dollars a year or 20 they shouldn't be but he's going to want to be paid like a top five guy I don't think that he's like begging to get out of Buffalo by any means I do think Buffalo needs to prioritize paying him but Mm -hmm. but you can't you can't ignore the fact that Devontae Adams and I mean are getting this money. But I feel like it's just right now for the NFL, it's a cycle that's going to happen to every team. Like Patrick Mahomes got his money. They're not going to pay everybody. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, well, Joe Burrow is going to be good because he doesn't have that much money. I'm like, yeah, for now, until they have to pay him too. Right. And then other people aren't going to like stay around forever. And that's why it's important to, to win on those rookie contracts. So let's, yeah. let's talk about rookie contracts for a second. What the hell happened to Baker? Um, which, when, where do we <laughs> Well, so coming out of the draft, he was like, he really had a very good rookie, was considered a very good rookie year. 
and he broke records yeah, he and he did. did all this stuff. I was buying into it. What happened after that? Um, I just think he just got way too carried away, like way too full of himself. I, it's the attitude, you know, he has this constant attitude of thinking that he's an underdog. He has a chip on his shoulder. I don't know how many more chips you can carry on that shoulder. <laughs> he just got surgery. So hopefully there's not too many. He's just always has something other than his play, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's always something other than how he's performing. Like he, there's always drama. I give him a rough time. I give him compliments when I feel he deserves them. So there were a couple games like, you know, not this season, but the season prior, he got to the playoffs and I'm like, you know what? That's a big deal. Like he's the first quarterback to take Cleveland to the playoffs in mm -hmm. X years. He deserves his flowers for that. But yeah, and we're very appreciative of that. I would imagine, you know, and that's the way I, I would like Bills fans to feel about Tyrod Taylor, even though, mm -hmm. you know, it was a different circumstance of going. I would like Bills fans to kind of show the same type of love to Tyrod. But mm -hmm. after that, um, my thing for Baker is like when you look at and this is my argument for Tua this year. But when you look at um, the team that Cleveland put around Baker, you had two very good receivers, two very good mm -hmm. tight ends, two very good running backs, a very good Best offensive line. line. Like the best line in the league. And and he's not able to really get the ball down the field. And and, and it, he just he looks right. like he's having difficulty there. And I, I feel like um as hyped up as everybody wants to be about Tariq Hill joining the Miami Dolphins, he's still the quarterback down there with with, yeah. with Tua. So I just don't know how much of a difference Tariq Hill was gonna make. What what are your thoughts about Tariq Hill joining the Dolphins? I know that I know I'm jumping all over the place, but we're just we're no, forward. you're good. Um it was very surprising, but I'm not surprised because of the money. Also, he's a big Miami guy. He's bopping around Miami all the time. It's just like, it's just his home. Uh, I don't think that makes him good. Yeah. I don't think you guys have anything to worry about with the Dolphins. You don't have anything to worry about with anybody in your division, I don't think. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. And right, again, I, it's weird because, so as a Bills fan, I feel like as a Cleveland fan, a Browns fan, you can kind of relate to this. Like, we've been bad for so long. That mm -hmm. now that we're good consistently, like it's tough for me to say we're good without feeling like right, I'm being cocky. Get nervous. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but yeah. you know, but we're there, and it's and it's exciting. Um, you know what? I'm gonna jump around again, but since we're kind of talking to the Bills, let's let's, mm -hmm. let's just jump into it. So, so you came to the playoff game in Buffalo against the New England Patriots when we like yeah. destroyed them. I think it was 47 to 17. Mm -hmm. Let's let's get into that. How how um how was your experience in Orchard Park? It was seriously so much fun. It was awesome. I know it was only like six degrees, but I had the best time I've ever been at a football game. Um, I don't even know where to start. Like I had jello shots coming out of a ketchup bottle. Mm -hmm. My scarf caught on fire at the tailgate. Um, I was drinking beer slushies for hours. <laughs> we took in fireball shooters into the game. Someone held up a sign of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick like kissing. <laughs> it was literally so funny. The only thing I will complain about, the only thing, and it's not on you guys, it's on myself. I had a sign that said, Stefan Diggs, anytime touchdown. They scored seven touchdowns in that game and not a damn single <laughs> one was Stefan Diggs. We didn't need him. I mean, we needed him. I know. We needed him, I but know. I mean, like, you know, we didn't need him to do it. So, right. but, but uh, shout out first, shout out to Kristen Kimmick uh, in the, in the Mafia Bay. She's babes. awesome. She is That's so my... awesome. She's so nice. She 
told me where to go, where to be, brought me in with everyone. It was so much fun. Yeah, I saw you in like the tents, like the heat tents that they have and all that yeah. stuff. So um, as far as the game, though, so for people who um, – because there are Bills fans, believe it or not, the way Bills Mafia is, there's still fans who haven't gone or who haven't been yeah. in that environment. What what would you say the environment in a playoff home game for the Bills is like? Like, you know, just because mm-hmm. people still don't get it. When I try to explain it, it's tough. Right. So I think my, the game that I watched, clearly they just destroyed them. So I think the vibe is like a little bit different than it would be if it was like a, you know, crazy close game. Everyone was just having a party. It was just a straight up party. No one cared. Everyone's like passing drinks around, cheering, talking. It was really cool. Yeah, one of the, one of my favorite parts about um about it's not even the game. Like the game is always awesome, but going to going to yeah. tailgate, um, you literally you can walk, you can go to a Bills tailgate with nothing and leave drunk and full. Like uh, literally, yeah. people throwing beers, people giving you. Like you mentioned, all these shooters or whatever, and and the food, the tailgating. The things I drank. Did you did you try pizza and wings in Buffalo? Oh, I've had so many wings. What's your favorite wing so spot? Many. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. I like Anchor Bar. You like Anchor I Bar? I like okay. Gabriel's Gate. I like Duff's. I like every single one I've ever been everywhere to. Everywhere you went, okay. <laughs> bar, what's it called? Bar, bar, bar Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every single one's good. No complaints. I miss it. So I'm in Phoenix right now. I, I moved to the Valley oh, and nice. it, it, the weather's nice. The, the it it's is. beautiful. Everything about being out here is gorgeous, but I miss food. There's no, you know, I'm used to mm-hmm. Buffalo style pizza and the wings. It's rough. It's rough. I've never had pizza though. What, what's the pizza like? Um, so it's, it's the bread is a little bit more, um, it's more bready. So it's a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. The, the sauce is sweet. And then our pepperonis are like, it's charred. So like it's cupped and it's oh, charred around gotcha. the top. And then it's like, it when it's right, like the grease just sits mm-hmm. in the cup. It's perfect. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's yeah, so yeah. perfect. I wish I had a picture to load up here. It's, it's like, it's the perfect pizza. So next time you come to Buffalo, we got to make try sure we try some pizza. So, uh, but back to football, because I didn't get you on here to talk about, <laughs> about football. Pizza. Back to the Browns really quickly, and then we're going to – I did want to get your opinion on the Bills and talk a little bit about FanDuel and talk about some things. But do you see, like, an OBJ or a Jarvis reunion? Um, because I, I, I saw Jarvis kind of talking about that. I would really enjoy Jarvis returning. I know the price that he wants is probably not what we want to give him. He wants a lot of money, but I don't know if anyone's going to give him that much money. No hate to him. He's good, but, like, I don't – I don't think we're going to pay him like $18 million. Yeah. But I would enjoy if he came back and joined our team again. Like this photo that I have behind myself, it's Jarvis and Odell. And it sucks that I have to see it every single day because it makes me so sad because of what could have been. But I would enjoy Jarvis coming back. I was going to wear my Odell Browns jersey in I your honor one. tonight. It's like but sitting like right there. I was going to. And I'm like, you know what? I don't feel yeah. like getting yelled at by Bills Mafia. Right, they always exactly. They get me, I know so. what you mean. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, I think he's likely to come back now that Baker's gone. I, and that, to me, that was the the next kind of, not the next question, but kind of where I was going to go as far as, do you think that the, the chemistry, obviously it's a new quarterback, so the chemistry will be different from that regard, but, but do you mm-hmm. think the energy around the building, do you think, um, cause I, I hate to say it like this, but even even surrounding all the sexual assault allegations and harassment allegations, I feel like once you guys start winning, 
a lot of things will oh, kind of yeah. be like magically forgiven. So, you know, mm-hmm. like what, what are your expectations? Really just cures things for most people, to be honest. Uh, I think the locker room 100% has changed. I know that the team definitely really likes Deshaun Watson. Okay. I mean, I feel like just how they interact on the team, I feel like he would fit in more than Baker Mayfield. I feel like Baker Mayfield was only friends with like the linemen and didn't really like talk to anybody else. And no one else really like, I don't know. It's just probably again, the attitude. I'm going to miss this. No one really like hung out with him. The commercials are good. The commercials are really good. I think that he should go into some kind of like Netflix mini series, do some college game day, maybe, maybe broadcasting, go the Tim Tebow route. So, so we're retiring Baker. (laughs) I am. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, I think he would be successful in those. Yeah, no, I do. I think he has the right personality for TV. I think he has the, um, just the right the right attitude for it. Um, but what what do you think happens to him? Where do you think he ends up? Mm, see, I think he just keeps digging himself a bigger hole. Because mm-hmm. he thought that he was going to get traded to the Colts. He put that whole little letter out. Did you see the notes app? Yeah, now that was pathetic, I will say. I don't, I'm not buying into the, oh my God, I love Cleveland so much. He did that. It was a tactical reason. Um, he thought he was going to go to the Colts. The Colts said, no, we want 57-year-old Matt Ryan, who we're going to pay $50 million <laughs> instead of you. And that has to, like, hurt your feelings a little bit if you're him. But, I mean, Matt Ryan's better. Well, 100% he's better. But you know. to him, he thinks that he's probably the best quarterback. So That's tragic because the thing is, you know, he's, he's not. Yeah. And, you know, even in your division last year, he was probably – last. Big ben you know, and that's that's without me being mean. You know, Big Ben oh, on did. the on the brink of retirement. Baker was the the worst quarterback in that division, and that, and that sucks to say. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I could see him maybe trying to do like a Carolina thing and go head to head with with Darnold to win that position. No, imagine number one and number two busts. Yeah, have a yeah. mid off to see who starts. <laughs> well, oh my god, that would be great. That would be. It would be good for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd that's love to great watch that. content. So let's talk a little bit about FanDuel. How'd you how'd you um, get started? How that process? Um, just, just how did everything play out for you to get oh to where gosh. you are? <laughs> okay, well, it's a wild, it's a wild ride. Okay. So, I went to school for biochemistry, and I have okay. a biochemistry degree. I went to grad school in Pittsburgh for chemistry, so I was a chemist working at an aerospace company in Pittsburgh. And I just started like talking about sports on Twitter and TikTok because I was like, I enjoy that. My work is boring. I don't like going there every day. This is fun. I'm just going to do it for fun because it's stuff I talk about all the time. So then I post a picture of Odell on the sideline at the first scrimmage that he ever played in for the Browns. And I said, things I'll never get tired of seeing. He retweeted it. And then like people started following me and I was like, oh, that's crazy. So then I just started talking about sports more. People started following, kept putting videos out there, like takes. And then a couple companies started reaching out to me. They're like, hey, you're really good at what you do. Have you ever thought about getting paid to do this? I'm like, well, not really, because I work in a lab every day. I'm a, I'm a chemist. I don't, I don't work in any kind of sports realm. And they were like, no, come on, just like set up an interview, set up a call. So I set up a couple Zooms with some people, talking to some different companies. And then FanDuel gave me an offer, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do this, try it out. 
see how it is. I was doing it while I was also working my other job. And then eventually they're like, no, we want you to do this full time. And then I quit my job. And now I sit at this desk every day in Cleveland, Ohio, talking shit on the internet every day. <laughs> and so that's how we got here. How, how is that for you? Though? Are you enjoying yourself? It seems like you're enjoying yourself thoroughly. Yeah, I have a lot of fun. The things I've done in the last year, absolutely crazy. I would have never imagined doing any of these things. Like I saw you at the Super Bowl. The draft, yeah, like from the draft last year to the draft this year, my entire life different. Are you it's going awesome. to the draft this year as well? No, not going to the draft. No. Okay. I went to the draft because it was here. Right. So, but no, I'm not going to the draft probably for the best. I don't need to be in Vegas. I don't need <laughs> okay. to be in Vegas right now. <laughs> I should probably just sit on my couch. But yeah. I think a lot of players in Vegas don't need to be in Vegas right now from, from right, what we saw last year. Yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. 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 Yeah. I'll be in Vegas this year for the draft. I'm excited about that representing uh, SB nation. So I'm, oh, I'm looking awesome. forward. It's, now this is my first one. So I'm looking forward to it. So if you got any pointers on kind of how to move around and, and, and function that we, you know, for, for the time mm. being, but I it, I'm have some wish fun. I could tell you, I wish I could tell you <laughs> the only reason I got my way around it is because um, I lived here. <laughs> the only well, thing that was fun. working for me that was the only thing we were, yeah that'll be really fun though vegas yeah i'm looking forward to it. good time so with FanDuel, um you're the co-host of of an amazing show I, I, I caught up on a few episodes just to kind of obviously get to know your personality a little bit more and, and the, to kind of figure out how how this show was going to go you you ladies um and it's i'm not saying this in a way to where it's a shocker so i'm, I'm saying mm -hmm. this for the purpose of the people who are listening to the show or either watching live who aren't familiar with your show you ladies have like some great takes consistently well, like consistently though like it's it's like you know everybody has a day with where it's just not the day you know we kind of miss mm -hmm. we have one <laughs> but you, you ladies consistently have great takes so um what has the response been for your show? Like how, how is it to where, um, I, I do notice that sometimes you get some unwarranted hate, but I think, um, from my experience from getting closer to Kristen from Bill's mafia babes, I, I feel like that kind of just happens to women anyway. Yeah. It's just, it's just a, just another day for us. Well, so, but outside of that, that the stupid stuff like that, mm -hmm. how, how is the reception? Like kind of what is, you know, what is it like for you to do this show? Oh, it's been really, really fun. We have a great little community that watches all the time, comments, interacts, engage. And it's it's been really cool. We've gotten to like travel with together to do like content for it too. And it's actually been probably the coolest thing I've ever done. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's uh let's let's get because it's a bill show. So now we yep. can kind of let's get to the bills. Today, or it may have been yesterday, my, my mind is mushed together but i saw you tweet out that you think that josh allen is going to be the mvp this upcoming season let's talk about that why why do you why are you predicting um because everybody in western new york is going to say heck hell yeah josh allen is going to be the mvp why, why did you come to that conclusion because it's josh allen's time patrick mahomes just lost his number one receiver he has juju as his number one receiver right now that's not going to get the job done Josh Allen is going to go out there and kick some ass. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I'm going to say yeah. it. Um, he's going to do it. He, he showed everyone that he could do it. The last half of the season, he was the absolute best player by far in the NFL. In the playoffs, you saw that. The freaking playoff game. I was so mad for you guys. I was so mad for you guys. He went out there and he, hmm, so good. 
and he's going to continue that into next season. Also, low-key, I'm a Patriots hater. So add that part into there, too. Well, I mean, but you're an honorary Bills Mafia member, so you, like, have to hate the Patriots. Like, it's – yeah, you have it's to. Just, yeah, it's just like the Tom Brady stuff. I like Tom Brady now that he's yeah. with the Bucks. I'm in the same boat. Like now that he's with the Bucks, he's so much more enjoyable to watch. He's right. like, he's even funny, as a person, nice. it's like, oh, I love him. Like he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it was yeah. a couple years ago um, when Drew Brees retired. And like they showed Tom Brady throwing the football to his kid and all that. Oh, that was awesome. It was just like, oh, I freaking love awesome. Tom Brady. Four years ago. You would not find me mm-hmm. saying anything positive about that man. Zero. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think you'll have some competition with Justin Herbert. I think he's going to have a big year. Okay. But it's Josh Allen's time. Why is it Why is it that you think, uh, you know, because I feel like last year prior to his injury, I feel like um, King Henry had, had a very good, shot at being MVP. I feel like some years, um, even last year, again, wide receiver, we had Cooper cup have an amazing year. And I don't think, I think certain media outlets kind of talked about him in the MVP conversation, but in reality, he never quite felt like he was going to win the MVP. Um, why do you, why do you think, I think Aaron Donald should probably win the damn thing every oh, I year. I love Aaron Donald. But I mean, like, love him. He's a great have man. Have we ever, he is a great man, but as a player, have we ever seen oh, phenomenal? It's just like, what the hell? so why do you think that as a league it's gotten to the point where it's basically the best quarterback award? Well, I feel like quarterbacks always put on a show. They're out here throwing touchdown passes like crazy. Between between Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like that's not put Stafford in this conversation too. Like the plays that they're making, they're not going to happen without them. Like you see Tyree kill, he's going to the Dolphins. That plays, I mean, he's going to make some plays, but it's not going to be like when he had Patrick Mahomes. But see, because of because of their coach now, so they're they're going to be taking Shanahan's scheme. So a lot of people are kind of, and I know it's been reported too. A lot of people are assuming that he's going to Tyree kill. I'm talking about now is going to play like that, um, the role that they gave to Debo Samuel. I have a tough time believing that they have a different Same. build. Um, Debo small. Samuel. He is small. Tariq Hill, I don't think he can take the beating from that type, like consistently um, running that type of offense. How do you how do you see that working? Do you really think it's going to like again? We already talked about it's not scaring the bills, but just in the grand scheme of things, um, how how much more do you think that improves them? Do you think that um, they're now second in the division instead of third? Or do you Mm -hmm. think that they're, you know? Yeah, I'd put him second. I think I'd put him second in the division, but the gap is big. There's a I don't think. I don't think any other team in your division is going to make the playoffs. Wow. Okay. I'm, I, I mean, I'm with that. And I don't think the Dolphins are going to make it. I'm with that. I want tears I from everybody in the division. That there's going to be a wake-up call for Mr. Kraft after he said, haven't won a playoff game in three years. Well, how about not making it? That'd be rough. Well, he didn't, they're all they didn't like make it the first. Because little thing, you know what I mean? That's not going to get you anywhere. Well, see, I'm confused, and, and I'm I, I'm – Admitting, I, I try my hardest to not keep up with the Patriots' uh, rumors as much because I can't stand them. But I feel like that's a result of last offseason. They went out and spent like a trillion right. bucks on people, and it's like they they committed so much money to tight ends, which is beyond me. They committed so much money to all of these. Now, Matthew Judon, I think, is is the guy like that, that's worth the contract that he got. But I just think last offseason, 
Bill Belichick made a bunch of questionable signings that I would have, because I think we give him credit just based on the fact that he's had Tom Brady and he's won so much yeah. that it's like he's the greatest guy, you know. But he made whatever. he made some questionable, some very very questionable signings last off season. So you know, I don't I don't know there. Let's let's switch to the NFC real quick. These are not questions I sent you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but, my God, you can ask me any. <laughs> Let's switch to the NFC real quick, because uh, because I, I feel like um, for the most part, a lot of people are are picking the Bills on the AFC side. Um, if not the Bills, then obviously I'm seeing um, the Raiders up there with the conversation. I'm seeing a couple teams on the NFC side. Tom Brady comes back. Why? Lame. Like go home. Lame. Just go. Yeah, just go <laughs> like, home. <laughs> go home. But Tom Brady comes back. Aaron Rodgers apparently pisses off his number one wide receiver, and they trade. Devontae Adams out of the conference. Um, so now he really, he doesn't have a number one receiver. And I know this, this, this draft is deep, but um, how do you see the NFC shaking up? Who do you think if the bills make it, who are, who are the bills going to be going up against in Phoenix or Glendale, the Rams again? Yeah. There's nobody else that's going to beat the Rams. I know I'm saying that like, it's crazy. Like I'm saying like, it's an absolute lock, but I mean, the NFC is so weak. You're so weak. Like all the teams, you can't tell me that there's that many good teams in the NFC that no. could compete. I can't. Um, I think Arizona, if they take a, cause so what we saw in the, the first part yeah. of the season, it, I just have questions frauds. about, about the coach. Frauds. Right. I have a lot of questions about, because it just seems like, you know, they always come out the gate hot and not even just mm -hmm. Arizona, but even when he was coaching in college, they exactly. come out the gate hot. And then like towards the end of the season, I don't know if it's that they don't change with the rest of the year where it's like, okay, this is what we did well, but now we got to keep adding to things Try or what else. But they, it just seems like his teams always fall off a cliff. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know how confident I can be in saying the Cardinals. Um, you don't think Tom Brady coming back really make moves the needle much for you in that division or that conference. I mean, I mean, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, but the Rams are really good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think the Cardinals are good. I said all last year that they were frauds. Even when I said my team was going to beat them and we didn't, I said they're frauds. Just watch out. They're not going to do it. And everyone's like, no, they're the best team in the NFL. Oh, wow. It was like the Steelers the year before. The, the things that the things that we say on Twitter and Instagram and Snap, well, you know, all these social networks. Them. <laughs> it's well no we're not even well you i'm sure again i'm sure you have right. days where you might throw one out there that's just like wait yeah, like, did you yeah like yesterday i said joel mb should be mvp <laughs> everyone was so mad at me well i don't i don't think that's as horrible of a take but i guess well, you could have fooled me i got yelled at yesterday too i, I took it for the pagulas um the owners of the bills that's i take up for them and there obviously there's a portion of the fan base who are sabers fans as well and the sabers aren't doing well so they hate them because of that i don't have an issue with like critiquing well well the, the post that i made though i was talking specifically about people like hating them like talking about their character mm -hmm. and, and like saying certain yeah. things that just don't make sense but i got dragged whatever it happens it is what it is <laughs> i support the pagulas i think that they're great I, you know but whatever right. uh, amanda has a question for you where we're talking about um the nfc and talking about kyler murray she said well how do we feel about kyler oh see okay i don't know what's up with these oklahoma quarterbacks acting the way they do <laughs> i don't get it he's definitely better than baker mayfield but they act very similar in what they're doing and i'm like what are you like why are you doing that his little note thing that he put out too that was wild. They want kind, you know, they want money. But again, it's, I know, but maybe just ask them. 
True. Like I, I wouldn't handle it that way. Yeah, um, maybe not put the letter out and just say, hey, this is how I feel. Like write it out and send it to them, but not send it to them via public forum. It's like it's like super um, like I remember when I was younger, like and you're like dating and all that stuff. And like you break up with somebody or you, you get mad at your girlfriend and you block her. And it's like, what well, we're yep. together still like you're going to see me tonight when you get off from work. Yeah, <laughs> and then- <laughs> but, but you're blocked. And I feel like that's kind of what Kyler's doing. And, it, and it's weird that mm-hmm. um, on a business front in the NFL, like we're handling business on social media. And, and it's just it's, it's super, I don't know, super immature to me. But the same thing can be said about like, you know, Baker, the whole thing is just, yeah, just super, it's a way I wouldn't wouldn't do business. I like Kyler more than Baker, I would say. But I do like Kyler um, now. So with that question, though, about his contract and all that, I put him in the same boat as Lamar. I, not as far as talent. I think Lamar is still, a, to me, a step above. I think yeah, Kyler I think can so throw better, but I think Lamar is the overall better player. But. Lamar Jackson and, and and Kyler Murray are the type of quarterbacks that if, if it were up to me, I wouldn't step foot on that field without an extension. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like Kyler a little less, but Lamar for sure. Kyler a little less, but not re- the reason why I'm saying it. So Kyler is, is um he's small and built. He's yes. not. And he's a very athletic, mobile quarterback. He runs a lot. He takes. um he takes hits that a lot of times you don't want your quarterbacks taking. And yeah, and he just we've, flies in the air when he gets hit. He does. The ball's flying too. And, and we've seen it, you know, for decades now. Mobile quarterbacks who don't really protect themselves the right way, they don't last. And it would be a, it would just be horrible for Kyler. Yeah. And you're right, is going into this fifth year option and all that stuff for Lamar. Same thing. Like if I'm Lamar Jackson, I already won an MVP. Mm-hmm. I got you to the playoffs every year except one. this year because I was injured. And Pay everybody me. else was. And and that's the thing. Like, this last year for Lamar, I almost got you to the playoffs. If I didn't get injured, you would have been in the playoffs, and the entire roster was on the injured reserve. I have a Ravens hot take. Shoot. If they don't extend Lamar, they're trading him next season. They're trading him for, like, three first-rounders because they think that they can get something better out of that. Wow. That's how I really, I really feel like they would probably do that. I can't even debate. So, okay. I I could obviously like normal football logic would be like, what Gab, you're crazy. But what we've seen this year is like now nothing. I I don't, I don't put anything past anything because I I never for in a million years Mm -hmm. thought um, we'd see a quarterback come off of legal situations, get a fully guaranteed contract and pick where he wants to go. I yeah, never, he's a free agent, yeah. you know, just the quarterbacks. I feel like the NFL now is, is like they're entering into that space where the NBA was in around like 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. where LeBron started to kind of like really hey, say, I'm no, the players. Because... Yeah. And the players, we got control. The NFL was starting to get there I, yeah. to a degree because the owners aren't going to, they're not going to yeah. let it go too far. I, I get it though, because it's hard to find a good quarterback. So if you know you're good, you're going to get paid. Because if you, they're not going to pay you, someone else is going to pay you. So someone else will pay Lamar if they don't pay him. But that's why I think it would be like, I just, I find it hard because especially, especially them. I, I think they understand how difficult it is to really find a great quarterback. And and no, Lamar isn't, you know, he's, I don't put him in Josh and Mahomes conversation, 
but again, he's won an MVP. He's made the playoffs every year besides this past year. He, I just don't think you, you can just depend on, okay, we could draft another one next year or, you know, okay, we can just go ahead and sign whoever. It, it's not mm-hmm. easy to, to bring a guy to your organization like no, that. No, so not I, at all. It just amazing. And I know he's his own agent and it's not on the team right now. The team has come out publicly multiple times and said, said, like, hey, we're trying to get this man his bag and he don't want to take it. What the hell is what do you (laughs) I I don't get it. I don't know. I really don't know. That's that's the part of me saying like, hey, maybe they're going to see ya because they're not because he's not getting it done. That's just insane to me. It's just saying. But it all depends on how he performs this year. So and I feel like he's going to have a better year. I hope so. I mean, I, 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 I root for this. Guy. And I know, again, he's in your division, so I'm sure you don't want him to have too great of a season. But, no, I you know, like Lamar. I root for a lot of these guys, and um, mm-hmm. I just don't root for them to beat us, you know. But but I root right. for a lot of these guys. I root for Lamar. At, at a point, I did root for Baker, but Baker, you know, he lost. Me too. Yeah, Baker lost me. Um, It's just wild when you look at that draft class to see how everything played out. Yeah, the that, the first two. Woo! Bad, 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 bad. First three. First three. Was that three? Well, no, Rosen was taken after Allen, right? Wasn't he taken? Whatever order it was, just skip whoever is in between (laughs) them and say those ones. Because that was pathetic. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. So, okay, well, look, we're we're, uh, we're winding down here. So I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. But at, at first, I wanted to thank you. Uh, for for coming on the show and talking to me a little bit about Cleveland and talking about Deshaun. I know it's probably uh, tough from your perspective to keep having these conversations about Deshaun. Um, I, I commend you for that. And I, and I want to applaud you and, and say, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. We all admire it and, and we all support you. It is, it's going to be tough for you this year. So if you need some, I, I don't know. I think you did see what I posted earlier about it. If you, if you need some backup this year when it comes to that stuff, hit us up. Bill's mafia got your back. Cause it's not cool. Like, you know, you didn't sign Deshaun. you know, so. Right. I did not sign up for my team to be terrible, nor do that. Yeah. Just so what it is. Yeah. So you need some backup, hit us up. We got your back. Um, but if you got anything big coming up that you kind of want to, want to talk about real quick, or if you have any uh, charitable efforts that you kind of want to touch, touch on really quickly, uh, let's get into that for a second. And then I'll let you go ahead and enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, did, did, Cleve, did the Cavs lose? Yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> they did. Okay. Yeah, the Cavs lost. It's okay. Um, they will get a play-in game. Okay. They just with even with that loss, they clinched a play-in game. So at least we have that, which is great because last year we only won 22 games. Just a big, big accomplishment, I will say. But um, if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Gab Gowdy, G-A-B-B-G-O-U-D-Y. And I have a show every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's Unsportsmanlike Conduct. And hmm, what else can I add here? I feel like a lot of people have already done this, but a lot of people have been making donations of $22 to the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center. Mm-hmm. And we really all appreciate that a lot, everyone that's done that. Okay, so what I'll, I'll make sure I'll do is I'll get that because I have seen that as well. I'll, I'll get that and I'll post that. So if anybody wants to um, make those donations as well, please support. Um, it, it, that conversation is just always so awkward. So we'll we'll kind of kind of move on from there. But again, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and um, giving me your time tonight. Anything you want to say? Oh, I'm sorry. So 
before I go, this is something that I say a lot. So Baker Mayfield, there's there's like four guys in the league or who were in the league that I like. I'm tough on. Baker's one of them. Kelvin Benjamin mm-hmm. is one of them. And, a, you know, a couple guys. But Baker, yeah. bum-ass Baker. Like, that's his name that's to him. me. He's just bum-ass Baker. It's actually bum-ass Baker Reagan. Because you got to <laughs> put the middle name in there. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I hope that I hope that Baker lands somewhere. So me and you have a, a, a lot to talk about this year. Oh, yeah. We could talk some mess. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful Miss Gab Gowdy. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. You know, Bill's Mafia, my favorite fan base. And I can't wait to see you guys all so soon. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how I do it over here. It's your boy, Jay Spence. I'm representing that SB Nation and the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills.